and welcome back to Season 1, Episode 4 of our Avatar podcast, Dang! Dang. I'm Sky. I'm Cal. And today we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 4, The Warriors of Kyoshi. What a great episode. Truly a very good episode. So, uh, Kel, what is your favorite type of bender? Alright, so we were talking about this before the show, <laughs> and it's really hard to figure out, like, what, for me, what my favorite type of bender is. And the reason that it's so hard is because, like, every type of bending, like, has its, like, subcategories of bending, And right? the subcategories are inevitably the cooler part. Yeah, right? Like, like earth bending is really cool metal bending is really cool mm -hmm. and then lava bending is like really cool yeah so i mean that's that's a big one but i've always i think that for me personally like fire bending and lightning bending are mm -hmm. are totally my favorites that's really cool they're my on my top what about you sky i feel like my favorite just like straight up bending is definitely earth bending because mm -hmm. like that's just awesome like you just be like rocks yeah. Um, but then my tight. favorite, like, subcategory of bending is definitely blood bending from water bending. <laughs> because just, like, you can just, like, That's move evil. people however you want. That's so evil. <laughs> That's so evil. All right, so let's jump in. What do we, what do we got today? So, we're talking about the worries of Kyoshi, obviously. That's mm -hmm, the episode. Mm -hmm. So I guess some important things to hit on are the sexism that is sort of worked through in this episode, especially with Sokka mm -hmm. and Katara. And then also just who Kiyoshi is and what's going on with the whole Kiyoshi warriors. Like, yeah. who are they? What are they doing? Yeah, totally. So I think we can start with just sort of the sexism that is tackled. Mm -hmm. And we see that just like the first thing in the episode or one of the first things is um, Katara sewing up Sokka's pants. And Sokka's like, well, of course you're good at it. You're a girl. And she's and Katara's like, well, what does being a girl have to do with sewing? Yeah. So that's like a cool thing they threw in. Yeah, I like that. I mean... I think it's kind of, it's like a fun, it's like a light quip to deal with something like this. I mean, I don't think that they ever really go fully into any mm -hmm. of these, these concepts and they kind of fizzle out a little bit. Like mm -hmm. they start dealing with the world's problems, not just like their group's problems. Yeah. And I guess as part of that, like Sokka does get better pretty mm -hmm. quickly. So I don't know, but I think, I thought it was good that they addressed it at the very mm -hmm. least. I think they, Avatar in general, does a pretty good job with inclusivity. Mm -hmm. Like, they have, they tackle sort of sexism in it, and then they also, later on, you see, like, disabled benders and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. It's, it is, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll get into it more with Toph. But it, mm -hmm. it is interesting that, like, especially at that time, there was a show where they're like, yeah, the, one of the four main characters is blind. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, I mean, like, there's, there were kind of, like, jokes about it, but they were all pretty... I think they were all pretty good-natured. I think they've yeah. aged well, at the very least. Mm -hmm. So, that's pretty cool. And we see, like, um, just, like, Sokka being like, well, I'm the best warrior in my village, and obviously I can beat this girl. <laughs> like, you're just a girl. Like, what do you have to do? Just roundly gets beaten. Yeah, just, just gets whooped. whooped. Absolutely <laughs> whooped. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, and just that he was like, I didn't expect this could happen, like... Where I'm from, warriors are always boys. And that's why he's the best warrior in his village, yeah, right? Like major technicality. He's the best warrior in his village because there are no other warriors. Yeah, it's like he are... beat all the two-year-olds. Like... Yeah, he, he, he... <laughs> it's just a, it's funny to imagine, like, the training that led to Sokka being the best warrior in his village. Like, it's just him, like, boomeranging a bunch of two-year-olds. And he's like, all right, I'm the champion. And everybody else is, like, just looking in horror. 
like soccer. You can't do that to these children. That's why they have to pee all the time. He like just <laughs> he just beat them so bad that they're terrified all constantly. Oh man. I guess let's see. Another important thing about this episode is it's the first time we see something die on screen. Oh right? yeah, yeah. We've the had the concept. Core. Yeah, we've had the concept of death before. Mm-hmm. Like we see that um, at the at the air temple things like that but we've never yeah. seen like something eat another thing until the unagi eats the elephant and koi. It, admittedly it is off screen right well, but like yeah but like we see it but taken like by when something. you see when ang's like riding the elephant koi and mm-hmm. then the, the elephant koi like behind him just gets mm-hmm. eaten and it like gets pulled underwater it's definitely terrifying there's a moment where you're like oh wow yikes. that thing's dead <laughs> and it's not that it's that bold it just mm-hmm. kind of like disappears and they're like all right we're gonna imply off screen that it was eaten but at the same time you know that is kind of, that's kind of shocking, you know. Yeah. But, you know, needed. <laughs> needed. Yeah, definitely like it was good that they that they went ahead and put something like that on screen mm-hmm. or on off screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. And then also, hmm. So, a big concept in this also is that Kyoshi Island has stayed neutral. Yeah, I wonder what that means. Yeah. You know, like what cuz we started talking and this is kind of jumping ahead, but like we one of the things that we talked about a lot so far is like this age gap. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the Kiyoshi warriors, you notice like they, when, when they talk about their, you know, their equipment, they have like very specific. Yeah. It's like this, uh, silk symbolizes the bravery and the blood from Kiyoshi and the gold symbolizes like her honor. Yeah. So like they must have some lineage of these warriors, right? Yeah, it can't just be. be... There's got to be, like, a continuous tradition, mm-hmm. to which would, at this point, be, like, several hundred years old. Exactly. Right? Which would mean that you would have to have, like, currently living at least one, probably two full generations of Kyoshi warriors before Suki, and yet they're totally not present, right? So, mm-hmm. like... Well, also, we know there are multiple generations, right? If there's yeah. the Kyoshi warriors and Kyoshi lived... What is it? Let's see, we have it on this other page. What, 300 years ago? Uh, like, three or 400 years ago, Yeah. Yeah, 400 years ago. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's wild. And and they just, like, don't have, there's, like, no mentor. Like, who would have taught them? Like, clearly, they have their yeah. own very unique fighting style. With the fans With and the, the yeah. not using your power, but instead using your opponent's power against yeah. them. Like, yeah. And yet there's no, no adults. There's no, yeah. like, Kyoshi-style master. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Suki, right? Yeah. But, but so, uh, I guess my point in saying that, that, with respect to them being neutral is it like it seems like the occam's razor kind of thing like the easiest possible answer is that the previous kyoshi warriors have like gone and fought in the war yeah but on which side is the real question like if they're truly neutral they would they would there's no (laughs) possible way that they would fight for the fire nation like no that's not even i don't that's not even possible like why would no no (laughs) i don't i've no absolutely not (laughs) There's no way that they would have done that. I don't think... I think that what they're talking about is that, like, the island, like, Kiyoshi Island, Mm -hmm. is neutral. Yeah, like, they haven't had big invades. Yeah, nobody's invaded them. I think that's what they mean by, like, we've stayed neutral. I don't think they're... not invading people. Well, I mean, that's kind of the weird thing, is it's, like... Does Kiyoshi Island consider itself, like, its own sovereign nation? I mean, I feel like it, right? That it was, like, Kyoshi's like whole thing, right? Like, she cut them off the peninsula and was, like... She's, like, we're an island now. We're, yeah. like, you're part of the Earth Kingdom. Come on, get out of here. Yeah. But also, like, that's pretty cool. They're, yeah. like, this is, like... I guess it's kind of, like, one of the air temples in a certain mm-hmm. way because it's just, like, devoted to... 
Well, but that's the other thing. Like, it's not even devoted to, like, the element of Earth. It's devoted mm-hmm. to just, like, Kiyoshi. Yeah. And no, I mean, like, maybe... It's not like pre- other avatars, other previous avatars have, like, devoted areas that are, like, just for them. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody else really has that. But I guess Kiyoshi was, like, a big enough deal during her lifetime that she warrants that. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But I just... W- that would yeah. be cool to, like, see... If, like, if there could be another spinoff. Mm-hmm. If we could just get, like, Kiyo- Avatar Kiyoshi's life. Yeah. Or, like, a brief synopsis of mm-hmm. what she accomplished and, like, what she had to face. Because that would be really interesting. Because, like, it seems like in the lives of some of the previous Avatars, mm-hmm. things have been pretty cushy. Right? Yeah. It seems like they kind of did whatever. I mean, who knows if that's really true, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem like any... I mean, Chin the Conqueror happened during Kiyoshi's era. And she was like, well, I'll just... You got to Kiyoshi, Kiyoshi Peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> you got to my home. I'm not going to let you take my home. Like, she must have let him take over the rest of the entire Earth Kingdom? Like, what... It's kind of weird when you think about, like, what mm-hmm. what does it mean to stay neutral in the, in the Avatar world? Mm-hmm. Like, does it mean not fighting at all? <laughs> not fighting at all, or does it mean not having your place taken over? Yeah. Yeah, like, where do you, how big do you draw your circle in terms of, mm-hmm. like, this is, this is fine. We're going to be fine right mm-hmm. here. Like, if the Fire Nation had just taken the colonies, or the area that would then become the colonies, like. What what would have happened? What would have happened? If they had <laughs> just wiped out the Air Nomads and be like, all right, we're done with that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and maybe that's the point that we're at, right? Like, they've consecutively done stuff over a hundred years to be like, all right, we're wiping out the Air Temple first 25 years. Mm-hmm. Next 25 years, wipe out the South Pole. Next 25 years, try to fight back the North. Pretty much fail. Mm-hmm. Next 25 years, invade the Earth Kingdom. And then yeah. we're sort of like at that point. And that's just like made up. That I, yeah. <laughs> that's just like, that's just like, I guess, that of what they would be doing. But Your battle plan? <laughs> that would be my battle plan. I mean, if I was, if I was Fire Lord Sozin, that's how I would do it. Fair. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, you really go does. with the, the cycle of the elements or whatever. It's yeah. really kind of weird that they never take over the North. Yeah. I mean, like, if they... I don't know. Maybe it's just, just not worth it to them. I, I guess so, right? because right? up North, it's just, like, the North Pole and the Water Tribe. Yeah, but I like, mean, but it's, like, but it's one city, right, that they yeah. take over. I mean, like, they decimated the Southern Water Tribe over the course of, like, a generation, you know? But if they're assuming that there aren't... Because, presumably, Katara is the last waterbender, right? If they're assuming yeah. that... They got them all, and it's just Katara. Yeah, Why but that's would they just go? In the South Pole. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Huh. I guess this is that's a little kind of a weird. Pl- I mean, we see when they go to the North that it's like well fortified mm-hmm. and difficult to get in there, and they're like they have a strong presence. But at the same time, like the you would think that the Fire Navy would be able to like run mm-hmm. up in there. Like the only reason that they don't lose. Well, okay, you know what. We can talk more about the Northern Water Tribe at the end of the first season. Because yeah. we're going to have a lot to say about them. We don't mm-hmm. have to get into that right now. That's Point being, what does it mean to stay neutral? Yeah. Is, is the big question that we see there. And I think yeah. Aang kind of deals with this at some points too. Mm-hmm. Because like the Avatar is supposed to be like the yeah. arbitrator. Yeah, he's supposed to be like the absolute neutral person, right? But yeah. like, what does it mean to be neutral in a society where you have to kill the oppressive like overlord? Yeah. Or, like, what does it mean to be balanced? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, that's that's kind of a big, a big question that we first get posed here in sort of a weird roundabout way. Yeah. Let's see. And then, did we already talk about the benders? No, we didn't no. mention that. We where are the benders on Where's Kyoshi? The, yeah, where are the earth benders <laughs> on Kyoshi Island? What the heck is going on with that? Like, you would think 
Okay, and the reason that this comes together is because some arguments that I've seen around the intranets, intranets, <laughs> um, have said that like the reason that all air nomads are also airbenders, all the airbenders that we see, all the air nomads mm-hmm. that we see are airbenders, is because they're like quote unquote so spiritual. But if like the Kyoshi warriors are like heavily spiritual, yeah, incredible. And we don't see a single earthbender there. Yeah, do they just like give up their bending and instead take up being I mean, Kyoshi warrior? You can't give up your well, just like not bending. do it, you know. Like, I don't think can, <laughs> I don't think you can be like, well, I don't. Really it's not working be, out for me. I don't feel like being an earthbender anymore. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. I'm just gonna, yeah. I live on this planet. I think I'm just gonna fight. I'm just gonna fight guys with a fan. Is that cool with everybody? <laughs> and then everybody just be like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, for totally, me. absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you can just. Be, there should be at least like one or two earthbenders. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when we go. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems weird that there's none. But at the same time, like, I guess it makes sense. It makes the Kyoshi Warriors mm-hmm. way cooler because they're not benders. And you're like, whoa. Like, yeah, they're just, like, incredibly can... powerful. Yeah, they're, like, really good fighters. And, and they're they can... teenage girls. They're yeah, just, like, they're out here. They're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing so well. <laughs> Whooping Sokka. <laughs> yeah, just beating Sokka up. He's like, where are the men that ambushed us? And Suki's just like, there were no men. It was us. And Sokka's like... <laughs> No, that's <laughs> no, that can't possibly be correct. And then he's like, Oh, let me get a dance lesson. Then summarily beaten again. Like, it's just, I I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love that Sokka gets really like put down a bunch of pegs because he, he needs it. I think in mm-hmm. terms of his character development, he really needs it because he's not actually that good at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, in, ter- in terms of his abilities, not no, not necessarily so much his outlook, but like his abilities, he's mm-hmm. not anywhere near. Yeah. The rest of the gang. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. That, yeah. like... Well, because he's just a kid. He's right? just a guy. He's, he's just 15. A, he's a he's dude like... with a boomerang. Yeah, I'm just a guy with a boomerang. Yeah. I guess it comes back to, like, the overall power crawl mm-hmm. of the whole team. Because, like... Again, Sokka starts off so low. But mm-hmm. that's not... The, the interesting thing about Sokka is that he's not, like... He's not, like, the fighter of the... T- even though he is, like... Mm-hmm. If you were to, like, give him, like, a class, he would be, like, a fighter or something. Yeah. But he's really more of a tactician when you get right Mm -hmm. down to it. Like, that's where he actually shines is when he puts together a plan and then it works most of the time. Yeah. Which is the thing you don't really, like, overtly it happens, but you don't see anybody being like, oh, Sokka's really good at this until Mm -hmm. later on, so. Yeah. Let's see. And then we have just, like, what's going on with Aang during this whole thing? Like, Aang yeah. just shows up and some guy has, like, a seizure and foams at the mouth yeah. from being so excited. They're like, oh, the Avatar's back. Yeah. Which is really weird. I mean, he hadn't really, he'd never really experienced, like, Avatar worship. Yeah, he's you had know, no fame, really. He only ever had the bad parts of being the Avatar before, mm-hmm. where he's like, now you have to train a bunch and learn all the elements and the entire world's, like, burden is upon you. And also you're 12. And also you're a child. And he's just like... <laughs> And then the Fire Nation's like, we're going to kill you. And he's like, ah. Yeah, and, and these people, people are like, it's the Avatar. We're going to make you a bunch of cookies. Yeah. And he's like, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> we're going to have our young girls just like cooing over you. Like, yeah. what? What? You've never experienced anything like that before. Which I guess is a good segue in terms of like the, the town girls into yeah. like the beginning of Aang and Katara as, yes. a, as a ship. Yeah, you definitely see Aang starting to crush on Katara and getting yeah. a little jealous. And yeah. Katara sort of maybe getting a little jealous of the town's girls as well. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, they like broadcast it, but the, it's not... 
like that never it doesn't happen until much later i think that's mm-hmm. kind of interesting i guess i'm glad that they do it that way because it would have been really weird yeah. if they were just like if they just if the writers had made it anything happen between them more quickly or yeah. along a less like deliberate path than it did because mm-hmm. they're kids you yeah. know like ultimately that's not that shouldn't i mean it's a factor in them growing up but it shouldn't be an important plot yeah because they're like 12 say. and 14 right yeah, that's that's they're just they just need to that. go on an adventure yeah they just they're finding themselves they're growing yeah. up and they're learning and i think that's that's cool they mm-hmm. do it in a good way but it's interesting that they plant the the idea of this so early on in the mm-hmm. series yeah yeah let's see this is also just a very blush heavy episode yeah like, everybody's everybody's blushing everybody's blushing everybody's like yeah, you don't really see like anybody blushing in avatar before this episode and then it's like everybody they're like we discovered yeah. blush they, they discovered a, the color red they do a couple of weird things where they like i mean i think the meme version of this would be like proof that avatar is an anime yeah. or something like that <laughs> where they're like look at what we can do it's like very subtle imaging or whatever <laughs> so i think that's kind of funny that they chose to do that but it adds a whole i think that they like they're doing a really good job of deliberately building the world right Mm -hmm. and if you had started with like people having crushes and doing all this stuff it would have just not been the same it would have been weird Mm -hmm. and like you'd be like what i thought this was i thought they were this was the avatar i thought they were fighting people you know yeah but in this in this episode it's kind of interesting because there's like room for it because they're like finally in a (laughs) safe place where they're like okay we're defended yeah it especially would have been weird for a show that at least i assume was most likely targeted at like what like 10 year old boys yeah originally it was like early it was like yeah like 10 to 15 year olds probably yeah so it would have been weird if they were just like let's just throw in a bunch of crushes right at the beginning like no nobody wants nobody would have enjoyed that i want to see you guys fight get out of here you know like that's not the point all right yeah let's see um so back to ang we have ang fighting zuko again Mm -hmm. in like this whole standoff setup yeah, in the middle of the town. <laughs> well, Every first time. he dunks on Sokka, which gives you some... Which, I mean, that happens before. It'll probably yeah. happen again. Mm-hmm. Like, But it gives you some, like, maybe... Not hope, but, like, anti-hope. That, like, oh, maybe yeah. Zuko got better and is like... Arr. Yeah, now I'm tough. Yeah, I but no, no, he's no. not. Not at all. Well, that's so weird. I mean, I think part of it is just, like... Nobody knows how to fight an airbender. Yeah, because nobody's trained nobody's for it. Nobody's fought an airbender in a hundred years. And so Aang, like, when you think about the way that Zuko fights Aang initially, like, he just, he fights Aang as if he were a firebender. Yeah. And he imagine like, when you, when you see Zuko square off against Zhao, like, the two of them are able to go head to head and you shoot fire at somebody and you mm-hmm. are able to, like, block it. And mm-hmm. so you, your mentality is not, like, evade, it's block or, like, mm-hmm. disperse, I guess. And so when he's fighting Aang, he's trying to do the same thing. But it just doesn't work that but way. But it doesn't work because Aang's, Aang's attacks are, like, visually potentially similar to mm-hmm. Zuko's. But they they just, like, cut through the fire and just, like, smack mm-hmm. him against stuff. And Zuko's yeah. like, oh, man, like, I was not prepared for that. And what's, what is, uh, I guess, in the next episode, the Earthbender King guys, it's, like, something evade and... What's, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like, the classic airbender evade and avoid yeah evade classic and avoid. airbender tactic, tactics yeah. yeah so it's like he's using the classic airbender tactics to fight zuko and zuko has no experience yeah. with them at all he doesn't know about people who are just like i'm gonna jump out of the way 
Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to move and then like and then hit you with some air. Blow a bunch of air at you. You're mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like that's going to be so weird. Mm-hmm. Because you, ha- to, in order to fight an airbender, you have to be able to think like an airbender. Yeah, and he certain, can't. Or just like wildly overpower them, and Zuko can't do that either. So yeah. he's kind of in a bad spot. Yeah, he's just too young. Yeah, too and young Sokka really is like out of his league because Sokka is not yeah. a good fighter at this point. He's the best warrior in his village. He's the best warrior. He's also the <laughs> yeah best warrior. <laughs> small fish, smaller pond. I guess <laughs> for for Sokka, he's like, a big fish and a puddle. <laughs> he's like he's not even a big fish. Like he's, he's a tadpole in a puddle. He's a t- I mean he's like a. <laughs> I don't know. We don't need to get too far into this. He is a water monkey in a droplet of water. Yeah, that's probably. He's like, all right, I'm the best. You're like, there's nobody else here, bud. Everybody else here is an amoeba. Like, come on, get out of here. Oh man, yeah. This this is a cool episode. I liked it a lot. I liked it too. It was definitely a good. I thought it was a good idea for them to do. Yeah. Just like. And it switches it up. That's the other cool thing. Yeah, definitely. It changes it from just like, woo, adventure, three kids, to like, there are other people in this world and there are real problems. And like, yeah, exactly. there are the same problems in this world that we have in ours. And there's like consequences to, yeah, exactly. to the different things that they, that they do. Like the reason, like they stay on Kyoshi Island for a little too long mm-hmm. and then the town gets burnt down. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I think that's Aang's for, I mean, he, he sees this with the water tribe too, like where he's like, oh man, my actions or my lack of actions really affect mm-hmm. the environment around me. And he gets a really good immediate crash course into like, I need to be very deliberate about what I'm doing mm-hmm. as the Avatar because people are coming after me. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of collateral damage. But at the same time, he rides the Unagi at the end and puts out the fires and he's like, I'm going to try to do the best that I can with what I have to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's a cool, just the Unagi in general is yeah. really cool because Unagi are like, oh, spooky. It just means eel. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Yeah, it's like, that's just a big eel. Yeah, like, Which, it's terrifying in its own right, but also it shoots water. That's kind of interesting that they're like, it's just, I'm just, I... Well, think about whales. Like, yeah, you know, they I eat things underwater and then they have water that and comes out their blowholes or they spit it out their braille or something. Not their braille, their... Their... What is it? I don't know what it's called. They're like bristles. Yeah, they're bristle teeth. <laughs> bristle teeth. That would be... Okay, I would much rather have bristle teeth than regular teeth. I mean, I'd have to eat grill. Filter feed, you know? Yeah, that, okay, you know what? That part's kind of That would lack. not work well for me. That would be kind of yeah. lame. But bristle teeth as a concept? Pretty cool. Pretty tight. Pretty tight. You don't have to brush your teeth. I feel like that's the big benefit. Do you teeth your brush? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> We've hit the next level. Oh, no. Oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> That's cr- yeah, that would be a lot. Um, yeah, I <laughs> this this episode touches on a lot of cool stuff. It does. I think the age gap is really the kind of interesting thing. It's like mm-hmm. the fan. It's like the specter it of is. Avatar. Of mm-hmm. like, there's this whole gener- this whole like lost generation that mm-hmm. exists that we never get to see. Um, well, that's just because cool. it truly is like a world war. You know? It just is. Like... Yeah, it totally is. And I guess that kind of, it makes a lot of sense when you think about it and you're like, wow, like there's no adults. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, that's kind of like a regular, that's like a trope in animes is that there's like no adults. Mm-hmm. Right. You might see someone's mom every once in a while or yeah, something. But you don't, I mean, there's not like adults. Whereas this, I think it's different because. There are adults. We hear of adults. We oh, just yeah. don't 
they're see adults all that yeah, like all that often actively fighting the war mm-hmm. and you do see that there are adults actively fighting the war like you see the firebenders and you see just like the fire nation tribe like those are obviously adults yeah but like you don't get to necessarily see any like adults on the quote-unquote good side or like the side of not the fire nation yeah until yeah. until much later until much later so that is kind of interesting uh anything else that you wanted to talk about uh, I don't think so, no. All right. Do we have any uh, listener mail this week? I do not believe we do. Don't do think you? so? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's always good to touch base, figure yeah. out if we have oh, listener. Oh, we can get listener mail, though. Shall we tell them our email? Sure. It's Let's... dangpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-A-A-N-G podcast at gmail.com. So yeah. if you have any questions... Or you want to uh, whale well, actually us. Yeah, or whatever you want to do. <laughs> you want to just, you know, be a jerk or be a friend. Either way, you're welcome to uh, come in podcast or come in. Uh, send us an email at our podcast email. That was too many times to say email. <laughs> uh, whatever. Anyways. Send us a message. Send us a message. We'll deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This has been another episode of Dang, Dang with Kel and Sky. All right. Thanks for listening.